They say the best things in life are free, but that's not true. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and give us your goddamn money. This week on the BAMFcast, this ain't the ladies room. Come on in. One bang. We're back. All right, welcome to the BAMFcast. Hey, BAMFcast. Episode 459. Wow. So many numbers. Gold dang. Yeah. Shut. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this here BAMFcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we rate them. Good, bad movies, enjoyable, bad movies. They get one of five jocks. It's Robot Jocks! Robot Jocks! However, there are bad, bad movies. This is the same way. They get a negative sliding scale. One of five bags. This is some giant bags of trash. Gross. Get them. Trash. Put them in the garbage truck. Be Haul gone. that trash Haul away. Haul them away. Yeah. Recycle into a better film. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, I mean, I guess I should take it down a notch because we got to say, uh, we decided to sort of, I think this, this movie's been on our list of things to watch for a while. Uh, we had to finish this triple feature Blu-ray. <laughs> right. Yes, a single, single-sided single triple feature Blu-ray disc that we had, super high quality. Uh-huh. Uh, with 1975's right. uh, White Line Fever, um, mm-hmm. in honor of the, the late, great Jan Michael Vincent. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You're just speeding his lateness well, and greatness? Well, we didn't. No. We couldn't do it last week because you weren't here. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But also, like, everyone in this movie has passed away except, except for Kay Lenz, but... Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Um, plot summary? That's what yeah. we should do right yeah, here, right? Yeah, we should do one yeah. of those. Okay. It is tradition. In 1970s Arizona, a young married man becomes an independent long-haul driver, and he risks his life fighting the corruption in the local long-haul trucking industry. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the most accurate plot, uh, yeah. plot summaries we've had. Mm-hmm. Fuck the trucking business forever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> White well, Line Fever. These guys. The anti-trucking movie. Yes. Never be a trucker. Yeah. <laughs> a cautionary tale. Don't. Um, not even once. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, Banffcast alums, mm-hmm. packed. Yeah. Director Jonathan Kaplan of Chuck Turner. Oh, trucks. Right. Yes. He was very singular, mm-hmm. singular-minded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chuck Turner, a fucking awesome movie. Uh-huh. Uh, Jan Michael Vincent, of course, of Hooper, Alienator, and Vigilante Force. <laughs> I feel, I, I could have sworn we had watched more with him, but I guess not. No. Yeah, I thought so, it too. It feels odd. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slim Pickens. <laughs> He's been uh, in Bamfcast Extra with the Swarm and Beyond the Poseidon Adventure. Like yep. he made the Swarm and Beyond the, the Poseidon Adventure. Yep. Well, golly. Bless yeah. my ass. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Uh, LQ Jones mm-hmm. of Lone Wolf McQuaid, Bulletproof Tornado, and Route 666. What? Route 666. <laughs> 66. Can I say that this is the porniest looking man that we've had on the Bamfcast? Ah. <sighs> He's like L. Q. Jones. This is 1975, and I swear to God, he looks basically the same as he does in Tornado from 1996. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple cast members like are as old here as they were in 90s yeah. movies. Like somewhere, I, I, I want to find Dick Miller as a truly young man. Like you got to go no, like Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, yeah. He's like Gene Hackman. He just like emerged from the womb, middle aged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
Sam Laws from Hitman, Cool Breeze, Sweet Jesus Preacher Man, Truck Turner, and Get Crazy. (laughs) One of those is not like the other. (laughs) Uh, I seem to remember him being really good in Get Crazy as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, R.G. Armstrong of The Car, Lone Wolf McQuaid, Bulletproof, Ghetto Blaster, and in Extra, Dick Tracy. He's the other one to where, like, this is 20 years before we've seen him in anything, mm-hmm. and he still looks like he's 70 years old. Yep. Uh, Dick Miller, of course. Truck Turner, Vigilante Force, Get Crazy, Chopping Mall, Route 666, and in Extra, Piranha, Corvette Summer, and Amityville 1992. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, lastly... But... Wait, also, chop... did I say Chopping Mall? Chopping yeah, Chopping, chopping Mall's okay. in there. Okay, yep. good. And Martin Cove of Steel Justice. Yeah. <laughs> Not dead. That's true, right? Yes, not Str- dead. Strange that we have Wanna not know. had more Martin Cove movies. It is. I I looked over his list twice. Like, is this right? Yeah. But <laughs> double checking. I, are, are you checking. sure you didn't miss something? Because I feel like another one of our extra movies. It was like, oh, there he is in the background or some I, shit. But you know, I yeah, I didn't, uh, yeah. I, I'm not discounting your research. I could be wrong. Yeah, mm. I think that's it. Can I go back to LQ Jones real quick? You can. Oh, sure. Yeah. His birth name is Justice Ellis McQueen Jr. Holy shit. And he decided yeah. to call his um, himself LQ Jones. That's He got some bad advice. Yeah, He's someone, a dumbass. Someone <laughs> told him the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. It there's a lot of dudes in this movie. There is. Yes. The one lady in this film has never been in a Bamcast movie before. <laughs> yep. And so. probably never will be again. No, I don't know about that. Uh, okay. She's had some uh some genre stuff. Uh? Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. let's start this off. This movie is 90 minutes. Mm. It is one of those movies that keeps going. And it is so packed with stuff. Like, I don't know how long we're going to talk about this because it feels like this movie has like six acts. Because you're like, oh, I I guess that's going to be the end. And it's like, uh uh-uh. Well, it's we're moving on from this. Well, it starts with a, a, a television interview with like the the most 1970s like tv host yeah you know, really bad plaid suit just like i guarantee I'm you he was yeah <laughs> and just like yes i'm standing here and you know things normally happen to affluent people in the city but drama happens out in the country too and here's let me t- introduce you to this trucker guy and he's like so you're an independent trucker what does that mean yeah oh it's my own rig and he's like oh okay so how do you get jobs he's like mm, go around ask for jobs okay <laughs> and then it's like then it becomes montage of Jan Michael Vincent returning well, from Army. They do foreshadow things yeah. oh, okay. because he says, you got to find an independent contractor to hook you up with the jobs. Right. And then they're like, well, what if the jobs are working with the contractors? Then who's in control? And he's like, I think you know the answer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Plus, he, like he asked him about you keep a gun in your truck. He's like, yeah, I got to protect my cab. And how far would you go? He's like, I don't know. You, you just don't know until you're until you're pushed to the edge. And it's like, <laughs> and like I said, it's montage of Jan Michael Vincent returning home. From the military, war, possibly, we don't know. He's they mentioned from... that he's a pilot yeah. at yeah. one point. He's home from the NAM. Yeah. He was piloting Airwolf. Sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the first. But, but yeah, Airwolf it's the first. <laughs> he's greeted at the airport by his soon-to-be wife, um, Kay Lenz, mm-hmm. and then uh, his brother, uh, Jim, Sen- Jim Henson. Jim Henson, yeah. Uh, it's not, actually. But <laughs> might as well be. Um, and the, yeah, it's just, it's just montage of like, hey, you're home, and here's all the happy photos and hanging out that we did in the 1970s. And, uh-huh. And quickly a wedding happens and then more photos and it's and then, then they're at the bank yeah they're, they're at the bank like getting a loan to buy his own truck yep and mm-hmm. they go to buy a truck and 
make a deal and suddenly it's like I never knew trucks were that expensive. Trucks are really fucking expensive. I mean, in the yeah. 70s, these are like $36,000 trucks. Yeah. yeah. 25, is, the one he buys is $25,000. It's about 25000 And it's used. And it's used. It was like a repo. And His see. monthly payment is $2,000. Yeah. So apparently he in got- In 1975. Apparently he got like a, a year and a half long lease or <laughs> yeah, like yeah, loan yeah. terms or something <laughs> like that. I mean, it's like, what the hell? It's like, uh, all right, you'll pay us back in 18 months and everything. Yeah. It's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And then it's- the, the selling point is the guy's like, yeah, it might not be exactly for you, but I'll throw in a free customized paint job to make it all yours. And, and apparently yeah. that sells them on it. Goes, oh, yeah. Here comes the blue blue mule is what he names his truck around the corner. And he's got his name on the cab and is, is soon to be what well, I guess she is his wife now his yeah. name on the other mm-hmm. side. And it and it seems like they're going to do like the husband and wife trucking thing. Like, because you know, like. her name's on it. Yeah, right, exactly. But and like they ride around for a minute and like. He drops her off at home. It's like, well, see, I'm going to go get jobs. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, well, they, they pull off and like spend a night on the side of the road somewhere. Because yes. this thing seems to have a sleeper cabin. You never see it. Like there is a. It definitely does. Because. Yeah, I know. But it's like they it's weird that like you have this truck and there's obviously the, a curtain partition to something behind it. Mm-hmm. And people will go back there. But the movie is never like, let's go back there and see what's in there. He didn't take his, his wife into the sleeper and, no. and sex his wife there. Mm-hmm. That should have been where their child was conceived. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On but, the road. Yeah. But yeah, this so, movie's not but, about that. But no, it's yeah, it's not at all because it's like, all right. It's not about know, the sleeper. We're not doing this as a husband and wife thing. You're going home and I'm going to go f- get a job. Yeah, it's really weird that they, you know, monogram her side of the truck like mm. they are a duo yeah. and she never once steps foot in the truck ever again. And they mentioned somehow like she's on the loan too. I, I, I don't I mean, really to understand be that. fair, that could have been their plan, but it all goes wrong from the first job. Like yeah. he never has a normal job well, hauling see, he, anything. The reason like the movie just kind of expects you to figure this out eventually because he goes to um, see Slim Pickens. Yeah. Who's like I can't, I don't know, I'm not a trucker, and I don't know a lot about trucking, Okay, but he seems to be the broker guy. No, I think I think he owns, like, the actual, like, logistics he, company. Like, like, like we store stuff, and then we, you know, yeah. load up the trailers and go. And He's then the importer-exporter. Yeah. So, like, but he has a past relationship with uh, J. Michael Vincent's dad. He and his dad were trucker buddies. Right. And so, like, he's kind of got an in, like, right off the bat. Mm, That's yeah. why, you know... This is why it's like I I've come home from war and I'm going to buy a truck because I have an inn and yep. I'm going to get jobs. Yep. Um. So of course he walks in and knows like three different people, including Pops, who's uh you know Sam Laws. Sam Laws. And well, he immediately gets hassled, doesn't he? When he when he walks in. No, no, no. Well, no I mean, well, he gets Martin, menacing. Martin Cove and, yeah. and a couple other uh you know chuckle fucks are outside like yeah. just like staring him down and stuff. They're like, hey, is this your truck? The truck you just got out of? And the- he's like, as long as the bank says so, ha, yeah. bye. And then it's yeah, but they're looking at him like you son of a bitch yeah. it's like what the fuck your company needs this right yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's... right off the bat you guys are fucking up your scheme yeah and and then yeah he goes in to meet some slim pickens and yeah he's slim pickens in it up he's got this oh man he's got fancy the fancy embroidered like white coat thing yeah. with roses and shit on it and yeah it's really yeah. good but basically it's just like i need a job and he's like great here haul this shit yeah <laughs> yeah we got they... you an arizona special yeah it's literally crates of shit mm-hmm. manure yeah. And they they load up the truck and uh, he comes out and Martin Cove is like, take this, too, and throws a a box at him, which breaks open and there's cigarettes in it. Mm -hmm. He's like, I don't know about this. And then they're also wheeling out a slot machine. They wheel out an open crate with a slot machine in it. They're like, here, take this, too. Like, this is fucking dumb. Like, you guys are bad criminals. Also, Mm -hmm. like, okay, if you are going to smuggle this shit in in the shit, Uh 
put it at the front of yeah, the cab not, and then yeah. load all the shit because the people that are going to expect inspect it are going to be like, wow, it's a whole bunch of crates of shit. I'm not going in I'm there. Not going in there. Yeah. Or even better, you don't even tell him. Yeah. That, right. That you too. just you just yes. put it in the fucking you put truck it in the front. Yep. Yeah. This is real. Their criminal enterprise is terrible, and it gets even worse as the movie goes along. Yeah, but of course he immediately, like you know, good guy is like, I'm not, I'm not hauling that, and yeah, then I could like, lose my license. Yeah, he goes right. back into Slim Pickens' office and is just like, the fuck is this? And Slim Pickens is like, oh well, you know, this hey, trucking ain't like what it used to be. Now it's all shady and yeah. shit. Just we're, do it. We're Pickens. not here to break the law. We're here to bend it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's not quite Pat Buttram. Oh. He's he's more like, yeah. extravagant than that. Um, but yeah, he's just basically like, look, just just shut your mouth and and do this, okay? That's yeah. how this works now, okay? Bye. But he storms outside, says, "Take everything out of the yeah. truck. Take all this all shit out. Yep. I'm not doing it." And he marches across the street to the mother trucker's bar. Yep, mm-hmm. you can get trucker stew there. Uh huh. I don't want to know what trucker stew is. Nope, you don't. But, I assume it's a venereal disease. Yeah. He buys Pops a drink. And, yeah. And Pops' try- his son wants nothing to do with yeah, him. Yeah, he tries to chat up his son, and his son's like, you don't have to work for him no more. His dad's dead. You're not part of his <laughs> situation anymore. Yeah. Uh, he uses more colorful language than that. He does, yes. Um, but yeah, so they just hang out in this bar for a little bit, and then he walks back across the street, and they have just smeared shit all over the inside of his truck. Yeah. Well, the trailer, which is weird, because yes. it's not... I don't. You don't own the trailer as a trucker. No, typically yeah, the trailer's not yours. <laughs> that was his trailer because it had Hummer on the side of it. His name's Carol Joe Hummer. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, it said like Hummer and Sons on yeah, it or something. The, the trailer was his trailer. Yeah. I know, but that's not it's, typically how that works. Usually, no. You just own the truck so. and then you... Yeah, that trailers they give come you and go. Trailer. You just like... I mean, they also you don't like pull your tr- truck up and like wait for them to load. Like you go and pick up a loaded trailer. Yeah, they've mm-hmm. loaded the trailer. Yeah, and they I, I assume out the in some circumstances after 1975. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I assume in some circumstances that that's the way it works. Usually, no. But... Maybe if you're bringing back an empty, you know, like or something. I don't know, yeah. but whatever. But he, I mean, right away he's like, "Man, fuck this!" And just it's time to brawl with these boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he ends up throwing Martin Cove into the shit covered truck. Yeah, or the the back of the truck basically. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, that's what you get, Martin Cove. Yeah. Haha. <laughs> yep. And then it's just like, and then he's just driving down the road, and the cop pulls him over, mm-hmm. and he knows the guy. He's like, hey, cop, what what do you, how's your copping? You know, and it's just like, oh, right. and he's just doing the whole like, oh yeah, this is an illegal truck. Look at your tire pressure is low, and uh, this, and come around. And you're to the using side bad again. words on the CB radio, right? And he's like, I could haul you in for a bunch of stuff. And he gets a call on the radio. He's like, I got to go take care of that. And then he very sneakily handcuffs Jam Michael Vincent to the the truck. Yeah. And they struggle for a bit. And he's like, now, now. And then he just handcuffs him there. He's like, see ya. And he drives away. And then the fucking scumbags pull up. Yeah. And start beating him up. Yes. And eventually Martin Cove just walks up with a tire iron and breaks his ribs. Yes. Jack Michael Vincent gets some shots in yeah. for he being does, handcuffed to a truck. He does okay for yeah. being one-armed. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, and then eventually they throw him in the back of the shit-smeared truck and lock him in. Yep. In the lovely Arizona sun. Yep. <laughs> and he's saved by Pops. Yes. Who's down the road telling his son a joke oh, that man. his son has heard a dozen times. His son does not want to hear this joke. His son is insistent. He's like... <laughs> He's like, well, you're going to tell me that same joke again, aren't you? And he's like, damn right. It's funny. It's like, it was like, funny. So, you laughed the first time. Why wouldn't you laugh again? Because I know it already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they have a bit that goes back and forth and they're like, it's a good bit. Yeah. And it's like, that's Carol Joe's truck. 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, now, Pop, you don't want no part of this. Just keep going. He's like, no, I like the kid. So they open him up and pull him out. And- yeah, and the way Pops <laughs> pulls him out... <laughs> He doesn't like, you know, throw him over the shoulder, belly, you know, like belly no. over the shoulder. No, he throws him the other way. He's yeah. got him in like a, a one man crowd surfing pose. Yeah. yeah. Like like if, <laughs> if a lead seeker jumped off the stage backwards, that's what he did. Yeah. But it's yeah. like he's just over his shoulder. Like, like if you move wrong, you snap this man's back. Yeah. yeah and he's too. already got broken ribs. He does. Yeah. That's Honestly, probably, that's probably, probably what okay. broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were probably on the edge. And then this right. man picked him up like that. And he yeah. just went. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and then, you know, yep. he just apparently we don't see the hospital trip or anything like that. He's just banged up at home and Yeah, he's he's making work. some chili and his wife's working at the Dr. Pepper plant. Well, yep. He's making shitty spaghetti is what he's making. His wife, oh, that's right, yeah. His wife hates His wife's working at the Dr. Pepper plant, which I don't understand because like one in ten cans is like I don't know what system oh, it's it is. More than more that. Than that. It's one like at least three. half of them get but, knocked off the thing. Yeah, it's like I guess it's like the reject. I guess they have some sort it of scanner. So yeah. dumb. The rejects are getting kicked into a into a barrel. Yeah, and she's picking them out of that barrel and putting them in. Yeah. yet another barrel. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's like why don't you just wait till that barrel's full, move it out of the way, and put another barrel in that place? Like, what is this movement of? They hadn't figured out the logistics yet. No, they had. Much <laughs> like the trucking industry, like no, <laughs> nobody had lo- nobody understood logistics. Yeah. In 1975. But she stops for like one second and is just like, this job fucking sucks. And immediately a supervisor is like, we're paying you to reject Dr. Pepper, please. Man. <laughs> Get on How it. times have not changed. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Me- the stories I could tell you, friend. <laughs> I'm just going to not work for a second. Yeah. Hey. Yep. <laughs> I see you not working. Yeah. Do work. No. So yeah, she goes home and she bitches about mm-hmm. having spaghetti again. And he's like. I'm yeah. a dude in the 70s. Uh-huh. I don't, this is a luxury. <laughs> yeah. There are and, only and, like three dudes in the 70s who yeah. know, know how to cook and if they're I all came on TV. To spaghetti, I'd be like, fuck yeah. yeah. I've made you ketchup noodles. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's probably what it was. Yeah. Ketchup noodles. Yeah. But they kind of have like a itty bitty fight and then it's just like, let's just have sex. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they yep. do. And around this time is when Slim Pickens uh, introduces us kind of to LQ Jones' character. Mm-hmm. Buck. Who, yeah. Buck, who's who's just like a fuck. Where where he goes in, he goes into Buck's office, and he's like, "Did you have to break his ribs? Yeah, guy's practically <laughs> family. He's and, a good kid. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, but I don't like him. Yeah, fuck that kid. So, so. well, he offers to pay him. Like, he's like, how many ribs did he break? Is it worth like one hundred, two hundred, three hundred mm-hmm. per rib? He's like, oh hell, I didn't come here for money. You just you leave him alone." And then he's basically like, he's banned. Like, he can't eat. Yeah, he gets blacklisted yeah. completely. Yeah. He goes everywhere he, he goes. He's just like, you got any work? They're like, sure do. What's your name? Billy Joe or Carol, Carol Joe. And, Carol Joe. and they're like, oh, shit. The work just left. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we only work on yearly contracts. And the year starts yep. later in the year. <laughs> <laughs> right. They all have real dumb excuses. Yeah. Just like, oh, that truck yeah, Eventually, evaporated. they just give up and they just have him walking up to guys and guys going, uh-uh, uh-uh. shaking their head. No. no, no work. Get out of yeah. here. So he does what any logical normal person would do. He gets a shotgun and goes back to the original place of employment and demands a truckload of stuff. Well, I mean, he's obviously figured it out. Like he's gotten blacklisted from this son of a bitch who's already had his ribs broken. (laughs) Yes, but Jesus Christ, (laughs) this is an extraordinary step. This early in the film. We're only about 15 hey, minutes hey. in. They tell you to go big in your interview. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. You know, you've got to be a memorable interview. Yeah. This guy's, uh, you know, he's if a real go-getter. Job. Yeah. 
He is. He's gung ho. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> see, this is this is what all these millennials and Gen Z kids mm-hmm. don't do. They don't go after a job with a shotgun. No. Yeah. That's that's what employers are looking for. That's what'll mm-hmm. will make it in America. Yeah. If you just pull yourself up by your shotgun straps. Yeah. yeah. You got to know the gauge of what someone's character. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Millennials are killing taking your employer hostage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> no, I, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. just they're just applying for jobs and expecting to be hired. Yeah, on like but, but he, he basically <laughs> he basically comes into to Slim Pickens' office with the shotgun. He's like, "Give me a job." Yeah, and, what, what you, and he's like, "I had nothing to do with it." Yeah, just, I, me. I like you, boy. Yeah. We'll go see Buck. And he's like, "Well, who did?" He's yeah. like, "Buck." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they bring him in. And he's then, like, "I can't give you a job because Buck killed me." He's like, "Who's Buck?" He's like, "Take me to Buck." Right. And Buck's being gross to a secretary he's always got a secretary like sitting on the desk that he's flirting this with one is just standing in the middle of his office slowly inching her skirt up and he's like higher and she's like inch and she he's like higher <laughs> it's like yeah. we know what the end game in here is lady what are you doing uh, and he's holding a big knife <laughs> yes yep just yep. behind his ear just like yep got a knife but then yeah Jan Michael Vincent throws yeah, but open he, the door. He plays it pretty cool for having a shotgun in his face mm-hmm. Jan Michael Vince is just like it's a work order sign it yeah he's like all right I'll fucking say. Yeah. You know, it's cash and, on delivery. Yeah. And now this is, yeah, and this is supposed to be a, a trip to Dallas with something. Mm, yes. Yeah. Now, this is the part of the movie that I really don't understand. There's a time jump here. There's, that a, there's a time jump well. that I think got cut or <laughs> yeah. something yes. because, he, you know, he he hops in. Well, he has to. There's a whole scene of like him getting out with the shotgun because like people keep trying to jump him. It's like, why the fuck are you going to jump a guy with a shotgun? Just let, fucking let him go. Yeah. But. And he ends up like backing up to the truck and and is like, Pops, come on, let's go. You're riding shotgun, literally. And so he throws the shotgun to Pops, you know, starts up the truck and they basically get away. Now, Martin Cove was like on top of the trailer, ready to jump on him. And he was going to bulletproof off yeah. the top of that truck, yeah. he, he <laughs> but they cut, caught him immediately. Yeah. Like, nah. Well, because like at this point, like Dick Pops, Miller, Dick Miller and everyone else is like, hey, you yeah. know, like yeah. everyone's kind of on suddenly on his side. Like, yeah, we, we like your gumption with the shotgun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so they get away and then like sort of a kind of face turn minorly for slim pickens is like he runs up alongside him in his in his car and he's like you gotta hurry up and get out of the state you got people everywhere they're gonna chase you down they're and, coming oh yeah, Lord, they're, they're coming, coming. coming. <laughs> and when he says they have people everywhere in the state like it's what they said one truck yes. like one truck without the trailer one very determined truck yeah because this truck gets taken out like three times and mm-hmm. keeps it's like the truck from duel it just keeps coming back um so yeah they they have this kind of I, this is when like the the hillbilly disco music starts. Oh God, it's so good. Yeah, trucker funk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> funk grass. Yes, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the soundtrack. It, it's it's like you you imagine banjos and harmonica, but like with like fucking sweet ass bass lines. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This thing fucking slaps in the midsection. Yeah. I mean, this thing's really yeah. going for it. So it's basically a battle between them in their truck and this green truck without a trailer on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And they do all the, you know, well, they're playing, they like start playing chicken first. They do play chicken first. And and then then it's like they get alongside and they're like trying to run each other off the road. At one point, they just aim a shotgun at them and are going to just flat out murder them. And he slams on the brakes, which is exactly what you should do. Yep. And it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you hit and, the brakes, they fly right by. Yeah, and they do. They yeah. <laughs> they just keep on driving. Yeah. And then they try to back out into mm-hmm. the road and he just he clips like the, the, clips the wheels on yeah. the back, which but just it, spins their truck all around. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't fuck up the axle or anything. No, they no. can still use the truck. But he tells Pops take the wheel, mm-hmm. and he just Indiana Jones is out of this truck up onto the hood, and then onto the back. And of does the- combat rolls down the 
the length of this truck. He does top for no reason. Yep. Uh, and this truck is moving at speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's a man on the back of this truck <laughs> doing combat rolls. Mm-hmm. This son of a bitch was just like, if I'm up here, I'm going to do this. Yep. And so he like lays flat and is going to shoot this truck when it comes up behind them again. But then when it does come up behind them, he jumps down and is hanging off the side of this truck and mm-hmm. shotguns that truck to where it's like it incapacitates. Yeah, he the shoots truck. it in the grill and then shoots the driver. Yes. Uh, no, but, nobody. He didn't shoot anyone directly because two two guys jumped out of it. Because basically, it, yes, like, but it I mean, hit like the, the bullet hit have, is yeah. right where the driver it was should center have mass where that driver yeah. was. Like that driver should be dead. And the but, hanging off the side thing—that's style points, man. You gotta, you yeah. gotta, you gotta earn style points. Flourish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it hits it in the you know he hits it right directly in the engine block or whatever, yeah. and it it slams into the side of the road. And, and yeah, two guys jump up and jump out and basically it explodes. explodes. Not a huge explosion, but yeah. enough to where it's like, yeah, that truck's never operating yeah. again. He was a truck burner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 that was a good one. Uh, and yeah. and that's where it just jumps to the this next This is where the weird period, like, cut is because Yeah, they're like, yeah, and someone then all calls, of a sudden, well someone calls well, we, Buck. We, well, no, we see they hit the New Mexico state line and they're right. like, "Oh, we're they're free or whatever." Yeah. But someone calls Buck and is like, hey, we never got that shipment of, of whatever it was. Cigarettes. Cigarettes. Yes. And, and slot machines. And you're like, the hell is going on? And so then it cuts to they have pulled over. Uh, we, we even mentioned that Dick Miller is yeah, one of the truckers. He's, he's of the tr- yeah. yeah. He's a, like I said, he was like yeah. one of the people he it's, met when he first went there. It's Dick Miller and this other guy who are just trucker buddies who, you know, go to, and the mm-hmm. shithead sheriff has pulled them over and has handcuffed them to their truck. Uh, but, can we watch trucker buddies in August? I would love to watch okay. trucker buddies. That would be a great. But dog. the sort of tell is that it's the same trailer hooked to their to their truck this time. Oh, OK, because it's the, it's the trailer that they left with because okay. it's like it's got the big like Red River. Yes. It's got like mm-hmm. the reverse R logo, sort yeah. of like a Rolls Royce. But, yeah. yeah. But so they're they're handcuffed to the truck and the shitheads pull up again. And it's like, OK, now we're going to beat up Dick Miller and the other guy. Mm-hmm. They beat up the other guy and kind of leave Dick Miller alone. Uh, and then they're like, oh, open up. the tr-. They're just open up the back. We're going to fuck with the whatever's in the truck. They open up the back of the truck and it's Jan Michael Vincent and another and pops. Right. And another person. And they I jump think it was out. His brother. I think it's Jim Henson, the brother. Okay. They, I think they listed oh, yeah, him. Yeah. 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 And they just beat the fuck out of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, and and and, oh, and pops the, sh- has well, a- the sheriff is around the corner because like they're beating the shit out of like Martin Cove and everybody. Yes. Those those shit the blackhead guy and the, and the sheriff's got the gun on Dick Miller and the other trucker dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like he's like, "What's going on back there?" And is like walking back with his gun. And pops just sort of like leans out the back. Of- he <laughs> he never actually dove no, out of the truck because no. he just hung out in the back of the truck with the with the shotgun. Yep. And basically, just like around the corner, like uh uh-uh. uh, and mm-hmm. then. I, I just like that the sheriff takes off like, oh, no, yeah. and, and I think it's Dick Miller trips him. It's yes, just, it's, it's, he does. it's just a good little like, whoop. Yep. Then they go out, they go to a honky tonk. They're like, fuck, yeah, we did it. We we took it to the man. They have basically unionized at this point. Mm-hmm. The, the movie never calls, calls it. They never fully explain what's happening, but basically all the nice truckers have decided they're not hauling the dumb bullshit anymore. Yes. What I don't understand is why isn't Clem and those other fucktards driving the illegal bullshit their only job seems to be hang out at this place and menace everyone if they need criminals to haul their shit they've got criminals on their payroll mm-hmm. well they're just hauling guys they don't have their truckers licenses i'm guessing they yeah, own the they, whole fucking state well, that's what we eventually learn you can fake their fucking driver's license again Maybe <laughs> I mean I'm just saying like there's some there's some bad they planning. They haven't figured the logistics yeah. out yet. It's 1975. Yeah, These criminals the logistics are bad. were not quite set. 
and also at some point you got to go, man. I admire the cut of your jib, Jam Uncle Vincent. You're a you're a better criminal than us, yeah, and we're not going to fuck with you anymore. Just have him haul your normal shit. Yeah, like get some other rube to come in there and haul and haul your Jupiter, your slot machine that you shouldn't have showed him in the first place. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they're oh, yeah. just they're just partying at the honky tonk, and and Buck is in there. And this is, you know, it's like, oh, is well, they this were. The- I, I like the, they, they they were having a a, a dance, yeah. you know, like uh, J. Michael Vincent's dancing with his wife, and everyone's having a good time. Mm-hmm. And then they like finish the song, and everyone's like clapping. And then like he does the continue to clap sarcastically yeah. after for a while, like, until like everyone's like, crowd oh, look at Buck, yeah. And I don't really understand. Like he goes to the one, he goes to the one table that seems like they're still like eh, we're not really with J. Michael Vincent and he's like you having a good time and like no everybody's like uh, and he's like all right we'll see you later and it's like <laughs> yeah. those are the guys that are still with you I think yeah like yeah. why are you menacing them yeah. just yeah and J. Michael Vincent tells me he's like he's more afraid of you than you are of him yeah mm-hmm. he's trying to persuade them still they haven't yeah. flipped yet but Buck also makes a point to go over to J. Michael Vincent and his wife and he's just like oh is this the lovely Mrs. J. Michael Vincent huh menace 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 you know it's just like mm-hmm. Mrs. Hummer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, please, dear God. Uh, first of all, thank you for being a PG film. Because <laughs> you know what would happen if it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It should also be noted that they have a dog they through, do. throughout the entire uh, montage. First, first act. And when she comes home from work from the Dr. Pepper rejection mm-hmm. plant. <laughs> yep. And we never see that dog again. No, we don't. No, the dog went on to, to live on a farm. Mm. That dog be happy knew somewhere else. exactly what was going down. That dog took the fuck off. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> Rur. he's like, rock truckers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Um, bah, 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 bah. um, yeah, then it's like, how are they going to fuck with him this time? Because I don't remember what the first, like, let's fuck with him. Oh, I think he is this when he, this I, is this I, is the avocado it, run. Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, I think this is like when she's like, I hate my job and I'm going to I'm going to quit and I'm going to fake my resume. Yeah, she's trying to get a, a job at, at a daycare or, or, or a, a, a nursery a, school teacher. Yeah. Yes. And the first question she asks is, what college did I go to? And he says, you, you didn't, didn't go, go to, to a no college. college. And she's like, oh, yeah. And it's like, and then she starts typing. And it's like, wait, that was a serious question. Like, you weren't just asking what college should I fake on this resume? She was actually asking what college did I go it, to? It's, listen, <laughs> it was 1975. Yeah. They hadn't figured out transcripts yet. <laughs> well, also, I mean, I think you would know, though, if you went to college. The logistics were not there yet <laughs> oh, to okay. be able to send the transcripts ah, from one ah, school to okay, the other. I, I see. It yeah. was 1975. I, okay. I'm going to say right. that this movie does her no favors because. Oh, no. Because, like, at one point when she's sick of her of her Dr. Pepper rejection job, mm-hmm. she's like, I don't want to do this. I want to do something with my brain. And then not two minutes later, she's like. What college did I go to? And it's yeah. like, I don't think you have any yeah. brain. Like, that Dr. Pepper plant is all the brain you're capable of, yeah. honey. I think you might have an extra chromosome. <laughs> Thank God you're cute, sweetie. Yeah. yeah. But yes, she's trying to type up her fake resume. He gets a call. A truck is jackknifed, hauling avocados. It's got to get to Utah. They'll pay mm-hmm. him two grand. Yeah. And he's like, shit. We yeah, owe two grand. Slim Pickens calling him. Yeah. And, and then and then he's basically just like, man, he better be on the level. Yeah, I still don't know if I he's trust like, him. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, it's like uh, it's like a, it's a time thing. Like you have thirty hours, and that's yeah. it, you know because got to be there. It's like or they're just going to spoil. Mm-hmm. You know, this by noon in two days or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. I think they said noon tomorrow, but the way but the, the movie portrays it, it's like he it makes it feel like he's on the road for like a week. 
Yeah, because it just he it, gets it, the white line fever. Yeah. Well, he's like driving and like falling asleep, and he has to go to the. Well, the, he goes to the okay, tri- he goes to the he, triple okay, T truck stop. Yeah. So okay. So he's like, I got to do this long haul. This will solve all our problems. I'll see you. Mm-hmm. And when this is happening, you're like, okay. First of all, she needs to leave town, and that dog needs to go to protective custody right away. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. She should have <clears> gone <throat> with him. Yes, but what happens is, is that he's he's like, see ya, and she's like, okay, and she turns around to go back inside, and she's holding a beer. And she drops it and it's just like, uh, and you're like, what the hell? Like, no. did they poison the beer? And then, or did she turn around and see the dead dog or, you yeah. know, like, yeah, because the next scene is him in the, in the truck at night mm-hmm. dozing off. Yeah. Very tired. Like the road is blurring and he's just like, well, oh, he's driving man. like down the center of a two lane highway. Right. And another truck is coming up behind him and like, he's like, hey, buddy, you got the white line fever. Yeah. You know, he's Wake like, the you fuck sh- up. You, he's like, yeah, oh man, where's the next truck stop? He's like. The triple T is two miles down the road. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the longest triple T, but yeah, they get there. Yeah, we had a ratio. It's, they finally <laughs> got there. Time to truck stop yeah. ratio. But yeah, he yep. gets there and like hangs out and uh, oh, gets, oh, he actually he, he sits he with the, the guy from the very yeah, beginning yeah, he, of the yeah. movie. And the guy's like, oh, shit, you're Carol Joe. Well, this shit food's on me, son. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> That's some free diarrhea, son. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right. Yeah. So I don't even know what the point of that scene was. He just he, he gets coffee he coffees up and just goes back out on the road. Yeah. And then we see a whole lot of Utah. Oh, oh, man. We see all of Utah. Well, actually, probably not Utah because this movie at the end says it was From, filmed entirely in Arizona. Yeah. So. Salt Lake it's, to Provo to Ogden. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, all I know is there's a whole lot of mountains and a whole lot of snow. Yeah. And I think they just really liked that scene. Sure. That, that scenic. Because well, there's was long the f- shots of the truck. Yeah. There's, I mean, it goes on for a long time. Well, this was, was it was f- pure snow. Do you have any idea of the <laughs> yeah. street value of that mountain? White line fever. No, well, <laughs> no, it, no it, it hit the air. Yeah. Remember, oh. it oh, right. spoiled. Yeah. Wait a minute. It, but if you harvest it from from the sky, yeah. does it go bad until you, like, you gotta before put you... It, you got to put it in a bag and then don't open that bag. Right, because mm-hmm. you harvest it there yeah. and then you cut it with something and that's what makes it go, right. go bad. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We know I, all about I think it's the cutting agents that. they use. Uh, yes. I think pure snow yeah. is pure fine. Snow is yeah. Listen, it was 1975. <laughs> <laughs> they had not figured out the logistics of, of getting the of, drugs of the correctly white line and not letting it spoil. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so he, he gets to his destination and uh, the guy's like, ah, oh, you're 30 minutes late. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And he's like, yeah, you're whatever. You're right. He's like, yeah, that's pretty good time anyway, man. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, all right, let me sign your thing. And the guy goes into the truck. He's like, these are shitty avocados, man. Well, not before asking, like, the hell's an avocado? Is that what they make that green dip Mexican stuff? They put them dip Fritos. their Fritos in and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, my wife likes it. I think it tastes like green piss. They never say guacamole. No, they don't. No, no. It was 1975. They had not figured out the logistics of guacamole. I understand this. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That is exactly how this works. Sorry. I I apologize. Yeah. But a guy comes out and is like, well, shit, these things fucking suck. Yeah. And they're like, like all like just smooshed and like hollowed out. Like someone had already made the avocado, like the the guacamole out Mm -hmm. of them. Yeah, and so y- they d- the guys like uh, guys like that's waste of diesel, waste of diesel. Yeah, and so the Bye. camera zooms in on Jan Michael Vincent as he, as he realizes he's been had. And this movie is very good at dramatic zoom ins. Like, oh, yeah. oh well, we, okay. So there's there's a, there's actually a whole lot of really good transitions throughout this movie. Yes, because one of them mm-hmm. in the middle of his driving through the snow in Utah is he hits the snowplow, which goes like all white into the camera into yeah. a white door <laughs> opening up, and it's it's, it's Mrs. Uh, Hummer at the. Planned Parenthood. At the Planned Parenthood, basically. Yep. And 
It's like, yep, she's she's pregnant. She's she's pregnant. And there's a, there's another scene where she meets with the brother. Like, I don't know if I want to have this baby. And yeah, uh, she probably not have it because yeah, she know. basically asks him to borrow money so she can get an abortion. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's like, we're gonna have a family, but not yet because yeah. uh, he the mob is <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. It's not even that. Like, she never mentions that. No, it's it's true, like yeah. he's just he's gonna work all the time, yeah. right? And I'll have to quit my job at the Dr Pepper plant to raise this <laughs> child. She was like the proto '80s cop wife, really. I mean. If you think about it, like yeah, yeah. she's complaining See, about him working all the time okay, before yeah. he's. Here's the all thing the about her: uh-huh. she is a total wet blanket character. Mm-hmm. However, she's right. <laughs> she is a thousand percent right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He needs to. They need to leave that town. Yes. Never come back. Yes. Say fuck it. Start your family. Literally anywhere else in the country, because you know what? You got a truck. You can drive there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Leave. Yeah. Just, they could go to Oklahoma. You can ship on the East Coast I mean, all you want, because these guys don't give a fuck if you're out there. Apparently, the problem is picking shit up in Arizona. So go to New Mexico, yeah, pick, get a load, yeah. and move the fuck to Pennsylvania or somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. you just one way like load, and then we're here now. Because yeah. Appar- she she may not have gone to college, mm-hmm. however, she's smart enough to know <laughs> get the fuck out of this town. Apparently, they're near I ten. So you yeah. could just pick up a load bound for Florida mm-hmm. and go there. No, no but nobody should move to Florida. Like, they should have. It would have been better right. than this. Is it, though? I mean, the, yes. Uh, I don't know. In this instance. OK, fine. Yes. Fine. Yeah. But but anyway, yeah, yeah, he gets back to like they yeah, just go from from. Hey, man, that's a waste of diesel to him just drinking at the bar going man well, they fucked me over and i just ate the diesel something happens before we see him at the bar because yes. so slim pickens secretary has been seen with buck earlier and buck is like are you still on board and you're gonna do basically some- like are you know are you still fucking slim pickens yeah. so that you know we can control him right so they are driving somewhere and slim pickens is being gross um and she's like yeah whatever and he's like where are we going and she's like oh it's a surprise you'll see so three semis show up and push them off the road. Yeah. Dangerously push them off the road. Like the, the well, rear the, semi, the box, they box them in. It's, it's not, it's the, the really crazy dangerous part is like when they actually come to a stop. Yes. Because one almost doesn't. <laughs> yeah. They almost like sandwich in between the two semis. Yeah. So immediately all the pieces of shit who work for Slim Pickens basically get out, start menacing him. They chloroform him or something. No, they just they they are holding him like they're no, they, like they do have something uh, to drug well, I think him. They, oh, OK. Mm-hmm. I thought they just shoved a rag in his mouth or some shit. But well, maybe, yeah, maybe. I'm pretty sure they drug him because okay. what they do is they take him over to the other lane and stand him there. And then another truck comes along and murders him. Mm-hmm. It's him one out. of the it's one of the three original trucks. Yeah, yeah it's yes. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a scene. Like yeah. th- and that's a hell of a shot because it looked like yeah. it looked great. He, yeah, he was extra slim, and there'll be pickings in him <laughs> off the road. <laughs> that was my joke. <laughs> yeah, it was at this point where my bloodlust was on fire. Mm-hmm. Like I was just yeah. like, "Holy God, murder these men!" <laughs> well, yeah, and it's also I was like very confused at that point because I was like, because they had established that like, oh man, Jan Michael Vincent needs to take that fucker out for fucking him over again. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like Martin Cove and all his guys are murdering him, and you're like, wait, did they switch sides? Did they join up with Jan Michael? V- What's going on? Mm-hmm. This is revealed in the next scene, of course. But right. at the moment, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, because the next scene is him drinking at the bar, going, man, they fucked me over, but I didn't say anything. Just mm-hmm. couldn't deal with it, and suddenly the cop is in there arresting him for the murder of Slim Pickens. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yep, and then it's a whole grand jury. Like, well, he has a public defender, and they're like, "Well, so uh, pops gets him a lawyer, and he's like, this this guy won the big case I, in is it a, Barbasol like, okay. or whatever." Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I thought he was just a public <laughs> good defender. old Barbasol, Arizona. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he's just like he's explaining like, okay, here's your two choices. You can go in front of the, they can convene the grand jury. You can uh, accept their indictment and go to a work prison. For Basically, six like, it's manslaughter versus murder. Yeah. Or yeah. you can just say not guilty and you're going to jail forever. What's it going to be? So cut to grand jury. Yeah. And so this has all come about because there's been a shady steam room meeting with a whole bunch of old white fucks. Yeah, it turns out Buck, Buck. Buck isn't even like the, you know, the guy in charge. There's a he's the lowest level in this group of old white fucks, yeah. one of whom is R.G. Armstrong, who says, ah, we could take care of this my way. And his way is apparently he's the district attorney of town. And so framing he, him for murder and he's mm-hmm. framing him for murder in front of this grand jury. Uh, they brought in a, a phony witness who is just like, yeah, I saw him. I, he totally yeah. murdered that guy. I was out there buying real estate. I came into some money and I was buying some some land. And mm-hmm. um, and then they bring in uh, Hummer's wife, Mrs. Hummer. <laughs> and she just basically gets in there and, and kind of says everything they want her to say. But then she's like, they're making me do this. I, I I'm doing this. I'm saying all these things because I don't want him to go to jail. He didn't do this. I'm mm-hmm. just, this is what I'm saying. You have to believe me. And they do. And they do. They, they don't indict well, him. He, well, <laughs> she basically, she says, like, they're just, they're going to keep coming after him. Right. Well, I just want to leave this town. Well, she mentions, I just like, want to go. You know, he got his ribs broken and beat up as soon as he's tried to, you know, start yeah. getting into this business and he we, didn't kill him. We just want to leave. And our only option is to take this six month deal and leave. And that's why I'm saying these things. And so that's enough for this jury to go. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> we believe you. And then there's this trucker network of everyone just getting on the CBs is like, they did. He's free. Hummer's free. Yay. And yeah. Honk for Hummer. <laughs> right. Which that's good life <laughs> advice there. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so he has an argument with her on the way home. Yes. Because he's like, man, I'm out. Now I can really get everyone to unionize and do the trucking thing. And she's like, do you fucking understand anything? Like, what the fuck, you idiot? No, we can leave now. We can get out of here. We can start our family. We can leave. We can Literally anywhere else. Yeah, he's like, no, I can finally drive here now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything's going to be great now. I can drive for what used to be Slip Pickens' criminal enterprise. Yeah, yeah I, I own that now, right? I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, do not hear what I'm saying. And he's like, duh. And she's like, I'm getting out of this truck. Yeah. And then, well, because she's like, you know, she's hinting like, I don't want to have to raise your kid, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, yeah, well, we're going to have kids. And she's like, you don't understand what I'm saying. Like, yeah. She gets out, starts walking down the street, and he's just like, hey, get in here. <laughs> and about, I don't know, 20 steps later, she does get back in. Mm-hmm. And then she's basically like, uh, but listen, I should just, because yeah. you're a dumb man and you haven't I heard think anything they, I've they, said. They bother to get all the way home, I think, mm-hmm. but... Doesn't yeah. she? I, and, yeah, no, and, because and, when they get home is when well, everything yeah, they is get home, worse. And then they're, but they're about to get romantic when they get home. Yeah. By the time they get home, and I, I guess she's told him. She told him on on the way home. Yeah, yeah. But because then they get there, and he's like, "Well, maybe we can have twins." Boom, and they're heading back to the bedroom, and pops is dead with a tire iron through his face. Yeah, but his truck was already fucked up outside. Yeah, the truck was fucked that's up at some right. point too. Yeah. They they pull up, they see the truck has been just fucked up, and no, sp- no, that's later. 
Is it? Yes, it's later because he comes because they no because pops is the final motivation mm-hmm. for them to go. Yeah, that's what like sets okay. them off. Like. They, they find him. They they have gone inside after discovering the truck, and he goes and finds a rattlesnake in the in the. Yeah. There's a rattlesnake in the cab, and he shotguns it. Well, first yeah, he like the, takes the shotgun and like gets the rattlesnake out, and then shoots it. Well, yeah, yeah this movie has so many things going on, but right. they would not have been getting romantic if his truck had just been fucked up, right? And they and they find pops when they're about to get romantic. It, they've gone inside. They're like, well, okay, there's yeah. nothing terrible in here. Let's go in the bedroom, and they go into the bedroom, and mm-hmm. you see it in the mirror. You yeah. see pops with the tire iron iron like in his mouth. I head, still feel yeah, like the romantic time did happen after the truck because it was like. Oh, geez. And then she's just like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, oh, all right. Can't get more pregnant. So let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> twins. Yeah. But they yeah. can have twins. Oh, yes. yeah, that's not the logistics. Just, that is not correct. Oh, yeah. You just keep I, loading them up. You know it was what? 1975. <laughs> we thought it still worked that yeah. way back then. Yeah. Oh, but yes, they, they find Pops dead. They're screaming and, you know, that yes. it's like it's murder time. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Because uh, Buck and company are having a, a little party. A little trucking sex party yeah. back at Red yeah. River Trucking Logistics Enterprise Compound. And yeah, Buck and is wearing a black leather suit, but it's just a shirt and pants. It's not. No, it's satin. It's like is tight. It? Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's weird because I had to, I had I to look it at it. Leather. I thought it was I thought vinyl. It was, sure. <laughs> it was somewhere in that leather vinyl. I mean, this film's a little grainy, but yeah, it's shiny and black. Yes. But so it the looks sun like satin, feels yeah, like leather. Pop Sun comes in and is like. And he's like, oh, I know I'm why here. you're here. And Buck Revenge. is like, yeah, and it's like, no shit, you know why yeah, he's, and he's there, like, Buck. And, and Pop Sun goes, right from, they call it, call it justice. Uh-huh. And then, like, everyone, all, like, piles all, all in. The truckers, all yeah, of the truckers. They just buddies. open the door and all the trucker buddies run Jan in. Jan Michael just, Vincent, like, immediately tackles yeah. Buck. Mm-hmm. And this leads to a chase through the warehouse where, like, they're trying to climb on top of everything. Well, Buck goes and, and gets a fucking forklift and tries to murder Jan Michael Vincent yeah. well, with it. Long before that, I mean, there's a full-on Donnybrook happening in yes. this thing because, like, everyone's getting wrecked. There's people being thrown through windows. Someone grabs some sort of like, like framed, you know, glass <laughs> framed picture Just like and a smash- Miller sign yeah. and smashes it over, over somebody's head. Yeah, and it, and it's not until like. For for being the the scumbag like you know guy possibly wearing leather pants, he's pretty spry. Like when he wants yes. to get away, he's fast. He's he's all he the movement in this suit is yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Maybe he had like they were action jeans, <laughs> action leather pants. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, because like his first move is like he jumps up on like some of the the shipping containers, mm-hmm. and Jan Michael Vincent's like trying to follow him, and then he's like scurrying along like pipes and stuff like that, and. There's one point they where they're a like big long chase. Yeah, there's a big long chase sequence, but like there's one point where they're between like two giant stacks of 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 crates. shipping container crates this and is stuff. Fucking WWE ladder match bullshit. Yeah. Because like he is he is going across like the monkey bars. Yeah, to he's get trying it. to monkey bar across an I beam, and mm-hmm. basically Jan Michael Vincent spears him in the air as he's mm-hmm. doing that. And they both fall through you know a million crates. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and, and that's that's when he's like, all right, it's forklift time. I think. The forklift no, is what got them to the crates. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That was... They left the bar and got over to the trucking company, and that's mm-hmm. when like that was happening. But then it's a long, slow chase of Jan Michael Vincent chasing Buck mm-hmm. until they finally trap him. But, and... there, but there's... Not to discount it, there's some dangerous shit happening with that forklift. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. And also, uh, Jan Michael Vincent is not the most competent fighter because every once in a while, he will just take a oh, smack to the face yeah. as he's chasing this guy. Like, mm-hmm. he's going up a fence and he's like, I'm going to get you. And he just gets kicked in the face. Yeah, there's he, a lot of sloppy fighting. He, in he also movie. he also whiffs a couple, like, punches, like, yeah. very clearly whiffs on mm-hmm. Martin Cove one time. Well, I don't even mean from a filmmaking yeah, yeah. standpoint. I just mean, like, he is not 
a murdering badass. Oh, no, he no, was no, just no. like, I'm filled with furious yeah, anger. Yeah. I might get a few blows in, but you're probably tougher than I am. Yeah. Uh, but they, bas- they basically trap him. Um, and Between Jan- two trucks. And Jan Michael Vincent basically punches him in the ear. Mm-hmm. And that's what takes Buck out. Buck's mm-hmm. like, done. Mm-hmm. Well, he punches him in the ear and he falls into the gas tank of one of the trucks yeah. and yes. clang. And then yeah. and then they have to hold back uh, Pops' son from like murdering him, which they should not have done. Nah, should have let him. Should have let him. Yeah. Yeah. He has the most motivation in this scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he should. I mean, honestly, he should have been able like they should have let him just beat the ever loving shit out of that guy. It, Jan Michael Vincent should have held him while Pops' son. I'm sorry. I forget his name. Sons. Um, Sons, yeah, um, just just whip the tar out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfair. Yeah, yeah. So there's been a scene where the evil white cabal has done more evil white shit on a golf course, and they're mm-hmm. just like establishing that it's this corporation that's doing all this shit. Basically, Jan Michael Vincent and Kaylin's go back home, and they have another moment of potential sexy time. Well, and they do. Yeah, they go to the they actually have their meeting all of the tri- after they beat up buck yes mm-hmm. they all get together and they have their meeting with the head honcho white dudes at this place called glass house where he's basically like hey you know what you can just replace those guys you can run your loads the way you want to run them yeah you'll just work for us they they all march through these gates to get into this yeah. weird and, matte painting building and yeah but or matte painting building with a it has a, a really bizarre metal logo of gh for the glass house yeah, yeah but it's like huge it's huge and it clearly has a ramp <laughs> it does <laughs> just like it clearly has a ramp going up to it and it's like hmm yeah but they, that but, might play into but the it thing later. is is like they're going through these gates and like this is such a weird sign with the weird matte painting building that like the, they they then have a shot where they walk past <laughs> the sign i was like oh wait the sign was real because like mm-hmm. everything yeah. behind it was so fake that yeah, i was like figured I, the building yeah, is real like, they just matted yeah, that in where's there. the real part but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a whole thing where it's like mm-hmm. hey he pulls jay michael vincent decides like hey what you know you seem like a smart guy all the evil people are out of this obviously you've taken care of them yeah. i like the way you handle that so why you know, don't why you do crimes why don't you with work, us <laughs> why don't you work with me and you know we'll just we'll 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 get you going and he basically goes back in the room and he's like all right guys they offered me a job but uh i what say you what, you know what do you mm-hmm. want to do you want to work for them like, or do you want to work for them or work for ourselves yeah, yeah. And this meeting, so it's all the evil rich white fucks on one side of the table it's all the truckers on the other side and they've got like cocktail waitresses and just scantily in like Playboy clad bunny outfits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this corporation. Yeah. It's like, what fucking 1975 corporation is this? Look, that's they that... hadn't figured out the logistics I... of human resources yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. That's true. Yeah. It did not exist in 1975. No, it didn't. Uh, so anyway, Jan Michael Vincent gives his speech like, well, we can we could do crimes or we could, you know, not. Mm-hmm. What say you know how I feel? What say you? Yeah, and no Which they, they all kind of look around like we don't know how you feel. Cause yeah, they just offered you a whole lot of money. So how do you feel? <laughs> right. But it's yeah. all just kind of understood that yeah. they all said, fuck you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he does this thing. He's like, well, it's a big state. There's 14 Ari- counties, 14 counties in Arizona. Really? Yeah. Like, I guess, I guess, like, you know, the counties in Arizona are like a big checkerboard, I guess. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's like, I guess we can control 13 of them. We'll be fine. You guys have fun. Yeah. And he says, we don't want to compete with you, sir. Yeah. And they leave. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that, that's like, when he goes to you, sir. Yeah. And Sorry that's... to ask you to do crimes for us. We will see you later. <laughs> but yeah, he and the wife go home and uh, they're like, basically, all right, more sexy time. Yep. Let's have the yeah. sex. Time and for a nap. Pass out after the sex. Yep. But and, then. But then you <sighs> hear someone sneak in with pantyhose over their head mm-hmm. who hits him in the head with the tire iron, 
Hits her like in the chest with the tire iron. Yeah. Hits her in the stomachal area. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then lights the room on fire and right basically on. is going to burn their fucking house down. Yeah. Yeah. He wakes up in the nick of time. Would this be a fuck burner? (laughs) 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 Holy shit. I don't know. (laughs) Just asking. Anyway, (laughs) he's able to get her outside. Yeah. They collapse like like a man with an afro rolls around on the ground who's been lit on fire because they couldn't find a stunt man who looked anything like Jen Michael Vincent who was willing to be lit on fire. This man had a lot of curly hair. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, Jen Michael Vincent is like is laying over her body weeping mm-hmm. yeah it's an, it's kind of unclear it's it, yeah it's, it would appear she's dead yeah fade yeah. to hospital well, cause, cause I don't think where we, she's catatonic did you mention like he has to like he grabs her who's passed out and, and defenestrates them both through the burning he door yeah do he kind of yeah. goes yeah. towards the fire instead of to the part of the house that's not on fire yeah. which is strange but yeah. it was the yeah. fastest way to point a to point b mm-hmm. yeah he's a trucker he's learned that Yes, he did figure out the logistics of that, despite it being nineteen. They also figured out the logistics of stop, drop, and roll because yep. yeah. that's how he got himself. Yeah. But out. anyway, <laughs> fade to her in the hospital, like like awake, but just kind of like staring off into space. And then the doctor takes Jan Michael Vincent aside, <laughs> and doc- he's like, he's like, they shouldn't have let you see her before yeah. I spoke to you. <laughs> the doctor, and he's like, the worst it's my goddamn bedside manner I've ever seen. Oh he is yeah, fucking awful at this. He's just like, okay, you should have come and talked to me first about this, but look. Uh, lost the baby and lost all chance of ever having one again. Mm-hmm. See ya. Yeah. But, but <laughs> well, she could probably still said, live, lead, lead a normal, a normal life. life. Well, the doctor puts it, he goes, the baby aborted. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, there are, like it had a button. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fucker. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it ejected. <laughs> that baby pulled the ripcord. It's bugging And out. it was time to go. <laughs> I must go. My people need me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. The baby died on the way back to its home planet. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, she's never having kids again, but she'll probably recover. She'll probably be all right mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah. She might lead a normal life. You anyway, <laughs> see ya. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, he does. He just kind of like, he, he takes he like five like steps down, down and then like turns hole. around like, I should probably have handled yeah. that better. Ah, well, uh, yeah. It's 1975. <laughs> Next time, don't <laughs> come to me first. <laughs> It would have been great if he did like the half wave, be like, uh, 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 mm, no, 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 no wave. Yeah. Just just keep walking, sir. Mm-hmm. So, they, of course, Jan Michael Vincent's like, all right. And they show him drive home. He sadly drives sadly home. Sadly drive home. And they show him like just walk through the front door. Mm-hmm. You see the front door shut. And it just holds that mm-hmm. for about 10 seconds. And then suddenly you get a blare of banjos on the soundtrack and he busts out the door with a shotgun and you're like, oh, it's on. Fuck yes. Murder them all. And he hops <laughs> in his truck, which is somehow fixed up now. Magically yeah, fixed. I don't know how they fixed it. But, yeah, because uh, we, we glossed over like, but yeah, they, they had they, figured out they the logistics of that. They completely wrecked his truck and threw a rattlesnake in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. Yeah. Kind of. But I mean, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, like it was like. It was fucked up. It like like they like bent they had and bent smashed the it. front of it. Dented so so and, we never know how it got fixed, yeah. considering he has no money because he can't work for the trucking because he just get another loan. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe the trucker union helped him out. Sure. They all had parts from their trucks. And but yeah. yeah, he needs to leave Arizona alone. Alona. Uh, <laughs> Arizona alone. <laughs> but so anyway, he's like, all right, fuck it. Going to the glass house, mm-hmm. gonna fuck up some rich guys. Yep, mm-hmm. gonna throw some and, stones. Yeah, and he hits the road, and the, and he put he gets on the CB, and he tells he yells to the cop. He's like, 
You tell him I'm on my way. You tell him I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. And so the cop cop guy immediately was like, oh, I, I'm going to stop you. Yeah. And Best plan ever. Yeah. His, his <laughs> shit gets wrecked. Well, they're doing the like, oh, law of tonnage thing on the road. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna run you off the road. Yeah. And he bumps the cop car once. And he's like, hey. And he gets behind him. And it's just like, I'll ram you from behind <laughs> with your large exposed spinning truck tires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that goes as well as you would think. It does. He yes. just hits that. And his car just goes. Boom! And just yeah. like flips and rolls, and it's like it's fucked. Yeah, yeah, yes. And the next shot is is the uh, the rich rich fuck on the phone going, "Well, sorry about your car." Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he, yeah, and, and he's then, like, yeah, he's like, hey, secretary, call so and so to take care of this personally, and we see whatever dude dude like, at the gate, they, like, with, like with all the security guards. guards. He's like, all right, when he hits this point, he's gonna be trespassing, and we can do whatever we want. So light him up. Yep, mm-hmm. and he. He gets there and like lines up at the end of the driveway. He drives yeah, and it's all night. night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he gets there and stops at the furthest point on this straightaway that he can and mm-hmm. just sits there for a minute. Mm-hmm. And it like cuts between him and it cuts between the guards, cuts between him. Yeah, and these guards are armed with like M16. Like like shotguns have M16s. A, there's one with an M16. The, okay. All all the other ones have like lever action rifles. Okay. Mhm. But yeah, I, one of them has the capability to put a lot of bullets into the vehicle yes. quickly. Yes. Which he does, because like, all right, so they're shooting at the truck, and he's, you know, he's barreling towards the gate and everything. Gun in it. Um, I think, I think he plows through the guard gate first, and then the guy with the M16 is like, I want to shoot at the cab, and like, shoots him in the cheek. Yeah, he gets yes. shot in the face. Like, it just like grazes off his cheek, and he's just like, ow, that kind of hurts. Uh-huh. And that guy rolls out of the way, and it does just what you thought it was going to do earlier, except you kind of thought it was going to like somehow magically Lone Wolf McQuaid survive this. But he full speed barrels, hits that ramp for the sign, crashes through it in spectacular fashion, slow-mo. They do a nice slow-mo as he just erupts through this sign, just destroying but, it. Yeah, it's as soon as he hits crash. the ground, it's like, that, that truck is fucked, and so is he. Done. Yes. Yeah, and it's like, like I said, I was like, okay, so it's going to be some kind of weird, like, unrealistic superhero truck that's going to fly through this Fast and the Furious style and <laughs> he's going to be fine and just drive through the glass house building too. That's what I thought. They yeah. didn't have the budget to drive into that glass yeah. house building. It was a pretty good budget to f- build this sign. I mean, and how yeah, how good up. would it have been like for him to well, they didn't even have a glass house building for one. It was a matte painting. Right. But if he had driven through the thing like through the lobby sort of like yes. uh, uh, like over the yeah. top or some shit yes. and then at the end just like drops out of stone. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they didn't mm. do that. No, he just no. fucks up his truck, and then it's like it, it shows, fades out. It shows him in like, the hospital, and it's like, is he dead? Nope. Okay, now he's in the hospital. I yeah. honestly thought it was going to end with him like all bloodied, hanging over the over the steering wheel, because this just before that they had shown all the rich fucks sitting down to dinner with each other, toasting each other, yeah. mm-hmm. being like, "Oh, life yeah. is awesome." Yeah, they're not it? even there. Like it's just yeah. this one guy who's in charge of security. Yeah, and yeah, so he's in the hospital. That his brother is like. Hey man, you you're gonna want to come outside and see well, this. There's a report on TV. Yeah. the The reporter has come back to, right. to tell us further adventures of the trucking community. Mm-hmm. See this triple T behind us? <laughs> it should be filled with trucks yeah. taking lumber and other things that go in trucks. But they're, they're not all on strike. strike. Not on strike for money, and not on strike for better hours or whatever. They're on strike for Carol Joe, and they're on strike for a man. Yeah, is what he says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, then the brother Jim Henson comes in and is just like, come on, you got to see this. Come outside. And they wheel Jan Michael Vincent outside and basically basically the entire town 
Well, it's all the truckers and trucker wives and everybody related to it, I think. I would assume that it's it's every trucker from the state of Arizona. Probably. There. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all just and they, two all, they, they don't applaud when they see him or anything. They're all just kind of staring him down. And he's like, ah. and then there's this weird. Wow. There's this weird camera <laughs> pan, because if you don't remember, Mrs. Hummer's still in the hospital from, mm-hmm. you know, having her baby aborted mm-hmm. <laughs> into space or whatever. Yep. And, and they just sort of like pan over to her and she's just like. I'm not she's happy. Looking, she's looking out the yeah. window like, man, fuck all of this still. Yeah, that's the weird thing. Like, it's not like she's next to him no. or anything. He's outside and she is looking out of a window over his shoulder. <laughs> this shot like, suggests honestly, that she is the villain in the sequel. Like, she right. is like, I'm going to fuck you up, Jan Michael Vincent. Yeah. Honestly, that <laughs> that shot is my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> Legit. Like, it's an actual shot that says something. Yeah. About everything that's happened in this movie, she's mm-hmm. just like, but he, yeah. I'm disappointed. But it just kind of pans over to her, like, not yeah. not happy about this, and then back to him, and he just kind of smirks, like, I guess I did it. Or uh, something. And I'm then in they, charge of trucking. Yep. <laughs> and then they freeze frame on him, yep. and and it's then it. it's just montage of driving. Yep. God, yeah. what a movie's w- over. What Boy. a weird fucking movie, man. It is. It yes. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I I don't even know how to rate it. Because it did the job it needed to do of getting me fired up to fucking murder all these people. Yeah. But then it kind of never quite does it. And especially at the end, like his whole victory is like you smashed a sign and ruined your truck and got put in the hospital. Yeah. And rich guys were like, huh, I guess we got to pay to fix the sign. Yeah. We have money. Who cares? Yeah. You, you may have turned the tide of public of public opinion, but so what? Yeah. That doesn't mean shit, especially in 1975 when there's no Internet. Yeah, they hadn't figured out the logistics the of, of the uh, internet, making data travel yeah. over copper lines. Yeah, I know how to rate it. That's why it was so important that to have trucking. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you still had to move your data back and forth. That's right. Yeah. Put it in. It was but, a big uh, flatbed truck. And... We'll say no Stargrove, no Ensign, none of that stuff. But, but soundtrack, but soundtrack is slept. But it did have a great. Martin Cove. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it did. God damn it. All right. So anyway, Chuck. Yeah, you said you knew how to rate. I, this. Yeah, I okay. know how to rate this. It's a four jocks movie. This movie just fucking goes. I, I've never seen a movie escalate and never de-escalate. Like, it just escalates and then it ends. <laughs> it's weird. Like, everything about it just keeps escalating. Mm-hmm. Like, at no point does anyone go, yeah, maybe we should back off. No. <laughs> Everyone's like, I, I will not let this stand. Like, the bad guys mm-hmm. are like, we can't let this stand. And then J. Michael Vincent's like, I can't let this stand. And then they just keep going back and forth. And then at the end, the town is like... Hooray. And then yeah. that's it. Like it's over. <laughs> it was it was kind of the river bending. It was just like, <laughs> did we win? Yeah. Did yes. we did, did we defeat racism? Did, is racism? Over? I don't know. <laughs> like, everyone's here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I I can't give it five because it it doesn't it doesn't do what it needs to do at the end, which is everyone need to die in a fiery explosion. Mm-hmm. But man, I don't know. The escalating is so good, and then that truck stunt just fucking up that sign is real good too, and really satisfying. It's just it's. The, the bad part is that it's symbolic and it doesn't mean jack shit. Mm-hmm. All he did was further fuck up his own life. Yeah. Yeah. So, and probably the lives of a bunch of other truckers, too. Yeah. So on, on one hand, it just doesn't get there. But on the other hand, man, I enjoyed the ride up until that point. And this movie looks good. This is a well-made B movie. Mm-hmm. Like 70s, like mid 70s. And, and this is a Roger Corman thing. Mid 70s, like Roger Corman stuff was still like, we know what we're doing. We may not have the best actors in the world, but we know what we're doing and we're going to do it as best we can. And this movie fucking goes for it. 
So for a drive-in PG trucker murder movie, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it? I I feel like I feel like there's a lot of blue balls in this movie, especially the entire movie. Like <laughs> you say, it, it escalates and escalates and escalates. It does. Yes. Uh, this is like. Like Make it out a, with your wife for 90 minutes, and then she just like, okay, I'm going to bed. It's like going to a really good strip club, but you don't have money for the VIP room. Yeah, and I, I don't know that I... <laughs> is that it, can be okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know that I... strip club. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I'm it's into that for my movies. <laughs> like, I, I, I want to finish. Um, <laughs> I, want, I want some shit to happen, and, and it keeps not happening, though. Like... We get it has two scenes of happening. It's just that the criminals don't get the point. Like when they bust out of the truck and murder everyone, that should have stopped but it. But they don't murder everyone. They just beat the guys up. Yeah. But and those guys are still there in the in the next fight. <laughs> I know. And then Buck just gets beaten up <laughs> and he's pro- presumably still around. Yeah. Like and. Well, yeah. I nobody, mean, Jan Michael Vincent never kills anybody in the movie. Right. Nobody gets their comeuppance. Like, their real ass comeuppance. The rich guys are still being richy rich assholes with their, you know, Playboy Bunny boardroom meetings and shit. <laughs> nobody gets what's coming to them. And Jan Michael Vincent isn't smart enough to get the fuck out for no reason. Like, he. Yeah. That's why she yes. gives him that look at the end. Like, you're going back to right. work, aren't you? You son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> nobody fucking learns. Nobody mm-hmm. fucking gets it. And even when people try to get revenge, they fuck it up. Like, he didn't have to ramp through that big sign. Ramping through the big sign did fuck all. Looked cool. It, it looked fucking awesome. <laughs> it did. But I don't know. Like, there's some really cool shit. In this movie, notably, that that sign's probably the best thing that happens. Um, but there's a lot of filler. There's a whole lot of driving a truck from one place to another. And there's a whole lot of... Uh, wait, what, what happened? Like, we pieced together the timeline here, but we had to make some leaps of logic between four... And, and discuss between four people what the fuck happened um, in several points of this movie. It's just not cohesive it doesn't have like the revenge you're looking for it's not in like joyous over the road happy fun trucker movie i don't know i can't give it like i i can't get anywhere near four jocks you don't have to um i think the i think the most i can give it is two jocks it just doesn't quite do it for me you know like especially finishing like that finishing on a wet fart it just I think it was a wet blanket. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is more accurate. Yeah. yeah. It finishes on a wet blanket. So <laughs> two jocks. Um, soundtrack gets like eight jocks, though. That mm-hmm. that fucking soundtrack goes places. Yeah. And I love it. I can agree with the two jocks. Good. One is for right the answer. sign ramming explosion, and the other one is for the soundtrack. Um, otherwise, it's it's a very frustrating movie to me because it seems like the only time the good the good guys get any sort of jump on the bad guys. It doesn't really matter. You yeah. know, it, it's like the, the time has already passed for it. So they, it feels like this little like pointless victories along the way. And even the end is like this pointless victory. Cause it's like, you didn't do anything. And that kind of frustrates me a little bit, but 
yeah, it's still, there's some fun trucking, but the guy should have listened to his wife and never, <laughs> never gotten into that whole trucker and stuff. She was like, that's the thing. Like the hero of the movie's wrong. He's just like, like the, your wife, the one at the end, who's like looking out the window going, man, fuck everything about this is the one who actually knew what was up and said, let's just leave. We don't have to stay here. And especially now they don't because his best friend is dead. Yeah. And it basically costs them a, their chance at a family because he wouldn't fucking give it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Two jocks. Uh, don't worry, Chuck. I'm with you on the four jocks. Thank you. Um, I, I, well, there's a right side of the table and a wrong side I, of the table I tonight. Can't, I can't. The, the craziest thing about this is you, you touched on it is, is how well made this movie is. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's crazy. Cause like there's, there's uh, some occasional bad fight choreography. Like I said, there's, there's one clear punch where he just yeah. so whiffs on Martin Cove. Yeah. And, but it was 1975. Yeah. They had not <laughs> right. figured out the logistics of fighting, but they are doing things like the transitions and stuff are really good in this. And I can agree with that. And like, there's cr- like it's it's weird because because he's in Hooper. This is like this feels like a movie that Hooper and company would have been working on. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there's some crazy ass stunts happening in this movie. Yep, and like dangerous shit. And they're just like, yeah, I'll do it. You know, like and that's that's what's like. There's something. This just feels like the other end of that book where it's like, oh, this was like the behind the scenes, and now you get to watch the thing they're actually working on mm-hmm. because that like climbing up out of the truck, rolling down the cab, you know just style shooting the truck off the side for no reason. Of course, the crazy truck through the sign thing at the end. Yeah. I mean, the real issue isn't really solved, but it's so much fun along the way to me. Um, you know, and some people got their comeuppance. It's not like the, the big bads got theirs, but you know, that's, that's life, man. Like, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta, yeah, you gotta take your battles like you can. I mean, I don't watch movies for life. <laughs> I'm saying like you you know life, you, you, you you win the you win the battles you can and you take out the immediate people you know yeah I, I don't know I feel like things might be okay afterwards <laughs> not really not <laughs> no, at all no be okay. not at all but nope everything's uh, bad I mean it's it's a bit hyperbolic but I mean some people are saying in the chat and I kind of agree it's this is like a this is truckers Chinatown this it basically is I mean mm-hmm. it's it has a sad ending it's like nothing is resolved you know, like, it's just like, and, and the escalation things, it's just, it, it, it is, it's like Roger Corman was like, what if we made Chinatown, but with truckers and yeah. let's just try to make it as good as we possibly can. What do you yeah. say? You know, and it, it's, it's fairly accurate. It's a good idea. Yeah. I am curious about what got cut out. The dog getting killed. Yeah. Probably so it had to have been a dead dog when she dropped the beer bottle, right? Uh, it was a dead rabbit when she dropped the beer <laughs> bottle. <laughs> Man, that is, you're going to have to explain that joke to everyone listening. Nope. Look it up. (laughs) All right. I was thinking fatal attraction, but I don't know. No. Yeah. I don't even understand what it was. It was an old timey uh, way to determine pregnancy was something involving a dead rabbit. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Or not a a rabbit. So what you're saying in pre-1975, this they had not figured out the logistics, logistics of pregnancy, of pregnancy tests. tests. Correct, yeah. It involved a rabbit dying. Yeah. <laughs> um, in light of uh, some not new evidence, but recently reviewed evidence, um, I had not really considered the 
really good stunt work in this movie. It's pretty good. There's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. You're right, Harlow, about that. There's a lot of it, and it's really good. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and upgrade to three jocks. Oh, buddy. Ten okay. Because you should yep. see that stunt work. It's pretty fucking good. But all my criticisms still stand. Yeah. And I, I really want the center center section of this movie's soundtrack. Like, yeah. not the entire thing. Like, there's some, like, super honky-tonk shit in the beginning and at the bar and stuff. It's like, I could take or leave. But when it gets into the dirty harmonica and the and the disco, like... Harmonica, funky bass. Bluegrass and, shit. It's like, yeah. yeah. Like, wah pedal all stuff. This, yeah. And I think we can all agree, closing out this half, that this fucking Blu-ray is a fucking BAMcast. It's a, a banger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Blind Fury, Silent Rage, and White Line Fever. And I think this Blu-ray is like $8. That's it's an odd combo, yeah. but I'll allow it, I guess. Yeah. We've covered it's value. Them. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Right, welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. Second, Second half. half. Hey, number two. Yeah. Yeah. What up? Um, <laughs> Not much. What's <laughs> up? Yeah. Uh, uh, let's who talk. Who goes first? Movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we have some more Captain Marvel thoughts. Yeah. So let's get those out of the way. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. What did you think? I think it's pretty damn good. Did it, I did I accurately or or wrongly? Describe it in my. Uh, oh, in that voicemail. No, he made specific. I said it's a little bit. It's a which, little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of yeah. that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't quite say it. I, I'll be honest; it was not entirely what I was expecting. Like a lot of the movie went. I, I can't like. There's stuff that's predictable in it. You know, it's pretty, and especially if you have any knowledge of comics, you're like, oh, okay. You know, but. Aside from that, it just kind of like the journey that it took was not where I was expecting that sort of movie to go and take some of the detours that it does. But man, it's weird seeing the D.H. Samuel L. Jackson for so much of that movie. Like it, it throws me off because it's just like because Jen afterwards was like, did they just coat him in a lot of makeup? And I'm like, no, they <laughs> oh, like no. ran him through some <laughs> CG routine like for the entire movie. Yeah. Seeing him de-aged for that long is really a testament to how good the technology is yeah. these days. Like it, it. Yeah, because seeing him in the Spider-Man trailer before the movie, you're like, man, Samuel Jackson looks old. Yeah. And then you see him in that, and you're like, damn, Samuel Jackson looks young. But it, there's just, and a lot of people have said like the music can be a little bit on the nose, but there's something about like. I, I guess like it's because of my age that I, you know, like when you play garbage is only happy when it rains as someone drives off into, you know, into the sunset, you're like, all right, that's a damn mood right there. Yeah. Oh, like, for sure. like you fucking know exactly what you're going for and you nailed it with this. That's what we do when we're sad. Yeah. Like we as children who listen to music or people mm-hmm. who listen to music in the 90s. Mm-hmm. The, I think yeah. even though the, the music is kind of or some of the music is kind of on the nose like but it's great it 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 works like that when yeah. it, when that elastic like the I was, beat, I was the beat say, they like, use where they drop the elastica song is just like all right yeah you, you fucking got I, me I, that's too. what i was gonna say like i mean i think if you were 
cool in the 90s. You knew who they were, but they didn't hit it real big ever, I don't think. Who's who? that? Elastica? Eh, there were a couple songs that were pretty big. Connection was about yeah. the only one, I think. Mm-hmm. Is that what the, the one they picked, or was it something else? I believe so, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't but, but, have gone like, oh, yeah, I'm into Elastica, but I would have known the song mm-hmm. for sure. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, but they're just like they're re- they're not like exactly deep cuts of the '90s. Oh no, so to speak. But. Definitely not. Yeah, but it's it's just it's nice having Marvel give themselves a Superman character who like earns it that like doesn't become Superman just because they were born Superman. You, you know, because that's basically by the end of this movie, Captain Marvel. It's like yeah, she's fucking practically omnipotent. Like she can fucking wreck anybody. And. You know, it just it the only issue I have, which is really dumb, but this is just me doing my comic book thing is the whole escalation factor of it and going like, all right, you have this character that can do practically anything. So why don't you just keep calling them whenever anything goes wrong and just have them fix shit? They exp- I mean, I, I know they like kind they of explain, explain it. it somewhat, but then it becomes like if you're going to keep this character around. Like it becomes a case of just like Thor. It's like no, you got to send them somewhere where like nobody else can get to them, and you yeah, know like they're they're break, on their break own the solo bi- bifrost, adventure. so he can't come back. You know, yeah, yeah. The, like it's I, I just I don't like when you when you're stuck in that situation story wise where you're like, all right, we have to isolate this character because if they're there, they just fix everything. Yeah, but but no, and man, Brie Larson is so good. Like like the the right level of swagger and cockiness that she has throughout. And even when it gets like knocked out of her at certain points, but then when she gets it back, it's like, yes, her badass walk mm-hmm. is so unique. Yeah. It is. It's so it good. Weird. Yeah. It's like a, like she's got this way that she just throws her shoulders mm-hmm. sort of when she walks, when she's in, in badass mode. And it's, I love it. It's yeah, so I, bizarre. I just love that there were like three or four scenes in that movie where I was just like, where something happens with her and you, and I'm just like, oh, you guys are fucked. <laughs> yeah. You fucked up now. Yeah, that's like one of my favorite feelings is watching a movie and knowing that you're, you know, the person you're rooting for is about to fuck a bunch of people up yeah. that need to get fucked up. It's like, uh, it's like the, um, uh, uh, immigrant song. Yes. It's like the immigrant songs, uh, <laughs> part of uh thor ragnarok yeah. when you're like oh you're yeah. gonna get it yeah well, and that's the best thing about infinity war is just like one of the characters actually calls that out you know yeah. when he's just like you guys are so screwed now yeah, yeah. yeah i think i think that was bruce banner right yep yeah yep. yeah but yeah so I'm, yeah i'm ready for end game at this point so ready. Yep. my that's, body is ready what april 19th it's like it's soon I'm looking forward to it. I it's 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 within the realm. I should already be looking to buy tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. I am. You know, I'm caught up on all the Marvel things except Shield and mm-hmm. any of the other like Netflix stuff. They so they don't matter. Yeah. I mean, they don't matter in terms of right. the MCU. Yeah, they. I mean, they do tie things into Agents of Shield, but it's it's inconsequential. Right. Yeah. And the most is like you might get an Easter egg in like Endgame or something. Yeah. That's tied to that. Yeah. I mean, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is like the X that you don't think about, but the X is thinking about you. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where Cinematic Universe is like, no, I'm not thinking about them. And they're like, oh, yeah, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> We're part of you guys, right? 
And then movies are like, yeah, Colson, I guess he's still alive. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I had more thoughts to say, but I don't, without being spoilery, I, I can't yeah. think of anything else I want to I, say. I just, I, I like where they take a lot of things, and I like the humor that arises from a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Especially in the second half of the movie. Yeah. I, okay, so that's that's one thing I don't think I said in my voicemail last week is... I know you just in a, during the break you were talking about Star Trek Discovery, yeah. And, and I, I'm, I granted I have not given that much of a chance, but like my early initial was like, oh, good, they they've done DC Universe stuff with the dark, you know, with Star Trek. It's like it's all dark and moody and, mm-hmm. eh. like I said, it may have changed now. Mm-hmm. It I, did. They may have course corrected a little bit, but mm-hmm. the reason why I like the Orville initially so much better, and it's not that I'm like some huge Seth MacFarlane fan, is I I enjoy people still talking like people even despite dire situations mm-hmm. like it's within most people's nature to still be kind of jokey gallows humor whatever you yeah. want to call it in whatever situation and i love like i think that's why guardians of the galaxy works so much and why i kind of mentioned it is just like this has that too where it's like there's some shit going down but we'll still drop a joke and it won't feel like ah joke you know, and and Orville for being from the guy who made Family Guy, where it's just like shoehorn jokes in everywhere you get. Right. It's like this is just a situation, and like you're kind of thinking it as a viewer, and somebody will usually say it. Like this is fucked up, right? Like you know, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, thanks for calling that out. You know. Yeah. yeah. So I I, I, just, and, I appreciate that. Kind and of thing. a lot of the humor, especially near the end, comes just from character reactions to each other sure. and like uh like facial <laughs> facial expressions at certain moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I just I like how they've I mean, Marvel's been really good about this all along. I mean, I'm sure somebody has made a BuzzFeed article about all the plot holes in the MCU. But like the major stuff is kind of fascinating how well tied together it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we were having a conversation about a certain key MacGuffin device in the thing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, uh, and like, where yeah, is that I, in here? And this is well, this and then. But even like down to another level, like I, I don't think this is spoilery if you can look at the cast of somebody, but like Jamon Hunsu is in this movie mm-hmm. and he's the same character he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. It's not just like, hey, we brought the same actor in and forget that. It's like, no, he it makes sense that he was in both places. Like, yeah. you know, it's just it's little stuff like that, like a, basically a bit role in another movie. Now he's a bigger character that explains mm-hmm. it more, you know, they somehow either either the plan was there all along and they've done a masterful job of of executing it or they managed to leave themselves enough room to flex where they needed to flex and i don't know just i'm i think i've said this before but i'm continually impressed that we are 45 years into the marvel cinematic universe and nothing is majorly fucked up like the marvel cinematic universe is doing everything that the uh, Star Wars Extended Universe did wrong. Is doing everything right mm-hmm. that the Star Wars Extended Universe did wrong, which is like it's all like cohesive and and smoothed out and run well. Star Wars EU just let everybody take take off into a billion different directions. Mm-hmm. This is focused. Well, they they clearly have people shepherding things and go. Does this contradict anything else? Yeah. Does this mess this up? Okay, if you really want to do this, how do we make it work so that it makes sense for things that come later? And it's what, Kevin Feige? 
Feige. Feige. I think it's Feige. I think it's Kevin Feige. Kevin Jiff is. He's been the sort of the running things the whole time, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah. He, he's been yeah he's hundred percent that's like since Iron but Man I'm, one but I mean I, and you know there's something to be said against writing teams but you know that there's like a writer's room for all of this mm-hmm. and that it's basically like all right here are the plot points and then you know whatever your script if you're writing the script for this movie ends up being they're taking a pass at all of it to go all right this doesn't work you know, this part needs to come out because we're using this character here later for this. And we don't want to contradict that. You know, they very clearly had a plan, which is why everything's working. Whereas, you know, with like DC or whatever, they were just like, all right, go make your movie and we'll figure it out. You know, and you do this and, you know, Zack Snyder will be in charge of everything. But then, you know, Zack Snyder had so much going on that, no, that didn't happen. So, you know, it just, it shows when you actually have people know what the fuck they're doing and planning things. To well, run the stuff. And, you know, there's still plenty of people who well, are like, well, I don't like those movies. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you know, also, Zack Snyder's not a visionary. Like, he yeah. is. He's a stylist. He's a stylist. Yeah. It's style he's over substance. He's not someone who's good at. Yeah. It's like, does this look cool? Okay, do that. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, the more you try to make something look cool, the less it will look cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, I mean, this is historical. Mm hmm. I Never know had, some, some somewhere down the line when everyone's like gotten off their their hipster I hate Marvel high horse, someone is going to look back and go, "Holy shit, that was that was a crazy era of movies that somebody made twenty, thirty, whatever the hell we on, end up we're on, on twenty one yeah. right now." I mean, like you know, however many movies they end up on, and, and just like and it was cohesive up until this point. Whereas any other long standing series would have had so many potholes in the road along the way, James Bond. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, yeah, there's great ones and it, and it can come back, but it's like, they're still octopusy and there's yeah. still shit fucking. Yeah. Don't even give me that look. That movie blows. And it does. <laughs> it is there, fucking, that awful. is the worst James Bond movie by there's, far. There's 25 of those and it's spanned <laughs> what? 50 years now. Um, and even with broccoli sort of at the helm, he mm-hmm. hasn't always been, yeah you know, able to, to rein it in. Like, this is monumental. Yeah. Yeah. This will be studied for, for many years to come, and yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Like, so... I'm jazzed about Endgame. Yeah. So, speaking of Marvel movies... Yes. You saw another one. Did I? I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one this, I still need to watch This one is some inconsequential to the MCU. Possibly. Who knows? Maybe... I'd be jazzed if they managed to to bring this one around. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw Into the Spider-Verse finally. I, I succumbed to the hype. Um, and goddamn, I'm glad I did. Like, Into the Spider-Verse is fucking amazing. Uh-huh. Eh, yeah. <laughs> um, it is... The story is great. The visuals are great. The sound is great. Uh, the animation is incredible. Uh, the acting is really good. There's, I don't think there's anything wrong with Into the Spider Verse. I think it's it's I've, quite I've possibly perfect. Come back around on some of my gripes. I, I still I still have one minor one, and it's just it's I don't know. It's dumb. It's really dumb. It's the size of Kingpin. It's just like holy shit. Like I mean, I get it. He's a big guy, but he's like the he's like the size of a fucking house. 
literally in, in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, everything is so blown out. Of, like, it's all super stylized, crazy anyway. So it, it works. It's fine. The neat thing is, like, it's it does such a fascinating job sure. of blending realism and comic books yeah. and comic know, book yeah. stylistic I've watched you it know, like three stuff. times since it's come to home Man. video. Like it's it's so good. I I just was astonished. Really, I was I I could not believe it was as good as it was. Like people were saying how great it was, and I was like, ah, well, it looks interesting. I, I think it'll like. I think that I'll like the way it looks, and it just it just blew me away. I I don't know what to say. It was it was wonderful. It would have been. Easily in my top five if I had seen it, because uh, that was a 2018 movie, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that oh, yeah. would have been easily in my top five. Easily. Man, it's, I need to watch it. It's really good. Uh, watch it in the highest quality that, that you can, though. Um, my, uh, I was watching it uh, via Plex, and for some reason, Plex had decided to revert to like Potato Vision, and I couldn't get it to unfuck itself until the credits. So I got to watch the credits in stunning 1080p. Hmm. But um, the rest of the movie kind of potatoed out in some of the super action scenes. So, like, I could tell that it was great looking at the points where it was a little bit fuzzy. Um, that's another thing that they did with, with Into the Spider-Verse. Like, there are shots where... The stuff in the foreground, like they do some really interesting things with focus in an animated movie. Mm-hmm. Like there's stuff in the foreground that is sort of double vision. They they intentionally did offset printing, yeah, like to to capture the fact that like bad printing was done on old comic books. That like one color was run slightly off the. I got you. That so was they, totally they intentional. Were supposed to, yeah. Well, I I thought that the that the focus kind of stuff was yeah, was they, intentional. They do that where, too. Like they yeah. did, but they a lot of movies would just put it out of focus mm-hmm. but they put it out of focus but doubled so it looks like something does when it's out of focus in front of your like if you take your hand and focus on something 10 feet away put your hand like a foot away from your eye it's doubled up yeah. they did like that and that i don't think i've seen that before and it it was an amazing effect and all of the like what do they call that mackie when the when the print is a bunch of little teeny tiny circles that's just the offset process yeah but okay. i mean you're yeah i mean you're, I mean you're talking about like the in a, in a filter thing it'd be the comic they call it the comic book effect mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The, the pixelated comic thing yeah yeah it's like an instagram filter <laughs> yeah but that stuff all yeah. over the place mm-hmm. and uh the sound is you can call it dithering dithering yeah there you go there are certain little really nice touches with the sound turn it the fuck up whenever the prowler is on the screen i will tell you that yeah because it's fucking awesome yeah i i i genuinely think it, once you guys see this movie this might be last year's scott pilgrim where yeah it sounded like i didn't love it but i was really just trying to warn you because it's such a in-your-face movie that i was like you just need to know going in like scott pilgrim what you're in store for because i mm-hmm. think you'll enjoy it more right you know because like not knowing like i just saw the previews and i was like yeah okay it's an animated spider-man movie and then not knowing it was going to be like literally from the opening credits just like <laughs> like like the like the <laughs> yes. like like the ma- like, strap in. like the max L, maxwell you know cassette mm-hmm. thing where your head's just right. getting blown back for 90 minutes you know and that was still kind of what happened to me the first yeah. like five minutes i was like yeah. what the fuck is going on this is there's a there's a lot 
this is a lot, yeah. but yeah, mm. really, really good. Yeah, yeah. I I I hovered on the buy the 4K disc for about two minutes today, and I still want a better deal. <laughs> like I, I just don't know when it like. It used to be like 4K discs were like, hey, you know, it's it's new and it's on sale, so it's like twenty two dollars and a Blu-ray is like fifteen. Now it's like 4K discs, fuck you, it's on sale at twenty seven dollars instead of thirty or thirty five or forty, yeah. and it's like, god damn, guys. Well, they like, know because it's only the people like us, yeah. the diehards that are still buying them. So. Right. Yeah. I'll, I need to buy it just because I own all the other Spider-Man movies on Blu-ray. So well, there you go. Yeah. But anyway, I saw another twenty eighteen movie. Oh. I saw the Meg. Haha. Yeah. Is that's, that about a Meg of the Lodon? Yeah, that's a Bamcast ass movie. Yeah? It yeah. Is. yeah. These guys the, did an extra on it. Good bad movie? Yes. As in one to it, five is, it is a good bad movie for sure. Um, that is a movie where its first act would be most movies second act because they get into that shit quick. Yeah, they They're should. like, you know what? we don't want to bore you with setting up who these characters are and, you know, like given their backstory. I mean, they're like, all right, here's Statham's backstory. Cause a bunch of people are going to complain about it, but otherwise they're like, all right, we're sending it down. We're going to find that Megalodon mm-hmm. and then we're going to get to the Megalodon eating shit. And they do. <laughs> and it's good. <laughs> and it's, and, and it's also a movie like a, a movie where you just let Statham do everything he wants to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he does almost everything that you want him to do, but and it's also a movie that is just like, yeah, we could like probably opt to be realistic, but fuck that. He's out running a shark by swimming. You, you know, he's going to swim faster than a megalodon. Deal with it. You know, just like little shit like that. That if you think about anything for a few minutes, oh, yeah. you're like, God, fuck this. Wait, what the hell? But <laughs> like, it's you know, entertaining as shit, and the set design is so fucking good. When they had hadn't figured out logistics, right? Yeah, it would have been very upset and uh, everything that happened in this. That's correct. No, but but they, it's a it's a lot of fun. I I'd, I'd probably go four jocks. I think you guys both went five. We did. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you would have benefited from a the group experience. Yeah, I, we got that hyped. is definitely a group experience movie. Yeah, we had a good time. We got yeah. we got super hyped by the end of that movie. That was pretty, yeah, we were pretty dope. I think we both like high fived and went five jocks when one thing at the end of the movie happened. Uh-huh. We we're just like, that's all it took. Yep. High fives. Yep. Five jocks. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yep. Yep. Oh man. <laughs> yep. I gotta watch it now. You really should. Yeah, you should. Uh, like, it, it, kind of mad at you guys for it not being a Bamcast movie. It's now. too long. Uh, it's two hours. Yeah, right? it's it's not a short movie. But to, it we is. We need to get rid of that. It's it's one of those that's also like, like shit just keeps happening, because because it's one of those where like you could they could do this scene where like okay well they're gonna do this and then this is gonna happen and they're like well what if this also happened at the same time mm-hmm. and then maybe this too and you're like fucking hey there's a lot going on here but it's all awesome yep mm-hmm. yeah and there was a point where Jen was ready to shut it off and luckily we didn't and pushed through to the end of the movie. That might might have been the high five moment I'm referring to. <laughs> it's the Baxter moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was so funny when you texted me because I was like, I don't know if I should tell him or if he's watching this now or if he yeah, watched it cause earlier. Because I, and... I texted Tuck, I'm like, I was not expecting uh, a moment like this in the Meg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had a feeling it was going to go where it was going to go, okay. but we didn't. We were like, wow, they did that? Fuck that. That seems random, especially mm-hmm. with seven minutes left in your movie. Yeah. But it all worked out. It, it did. It all worked out. Yeah. 
but it also had among the worst on-screen romances I think I've seen since like uh, Julia Roberts and <laughs> George Clooney in Ocean's Eleven, hmm. where like I didn't buy any of that for even like a fraction of a second. Yeah, like this is actually worse than that pairing. Yeah, you're not there for that. I know, but it's almost it's one of those things. It's like, why is this even here? Yeah, like literally, why did you even do this? Gotta get them ladies in. Mm -hmm. Ladies like the romance. Maybe says a studio exec who doesn't understand just making a cool movie. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but you guys made a good point too. Like every character is well defined. Like, 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 as in personality wise. Yeah, when a character like, gets killed, you're kind like, of, oh no. Yeah, but the, and they may be kind of one note, but you're also like, no, like, like you, when all those characters get together in a scene, you know how they're going to behave towards each other person in that scene, which yep. is very difficult to pull off without like giving people extensive backstory and all that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's fun. It is a good bad movie. It and Rampage are tied for, hey, we know exactly what we're making here, movies mm-hmm. from last year. Yeah. I'm glad that movie made money. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they were making a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys got any other movies you want to hit real quick? Nothing? Nah. So we got one email. Ooh, yeah. let's do an email. Yeah. Uh, from Seth, who missed the anniversary. How do I know that? Because he titled his email, I missed the anniversary. Uh-huh. Seth said, I have fallen behind in episodes and I completely missed the 10th anniversary podcast. New responsibilities at work and real life trauma take up a person's time like nothing else. I've been listening to you guys since before Black Exploitation Month and I can honestly say you've only gotten better with time. Like other listeners, your camaraderie, humor and enthusiasm have gotten me through unemployment, sickness and pain. I truly thank you for all the many years of service and I can try to support you on Patreon as much as I can. If I had to pick my favorite moment from the thousands of hours of conversations and laughter, it would have to be Mackie's attempt at a Southern Alabama bitch from Vampire Cop, <laughs> which I do not recall uh, at all. No memory. <laughs> um, uh, though you all despise the movie, your jokes throughout your review still crack me up to this day. It is the only episode I have listened to more than 20 times, and that is not an exaggeration. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> Man, I, I might have to re-listen to that one just to yeah. see what jokes we were making. Um Thank you for all that you do, and I hope to send you a similar message, maybe with a f- with fewer sad moments from here to then in 10 years. Crash and burn, Seth from North Carolina. Well, thanks, Seth. Yeah. I, I, I find it funny when people remember episodes. Where I know, like, yeah. I, like, I barely remember Vampire Cop, except it like being shot on video. Yeah. I, I just... There's so Is many that movies. the one where there was the, the vampire, or the, the cop was a vampire? <sighs> think maybe i think that was the one where we were confused because there was a cop hunting a vampire and he yeah. wasn't a, a vampire himself. oh that's right that yeah. was the movie that was filmed in pensacola oh yeah that's with like I a camcorder it, it smelled odd yeah yeah oh, that's where the pencil pensacola hate may have begun i don't know but it's uh, the well, pensacola I mean, hate at started least, at least yeah. the, the verbalization of it <laughs> well, was here but it had a cool theme song did it yeah vampire cop no vampire cop no. Vampire cop. It just it Vampire launches at cop. you like the movie starts and this guy is just fucking going for it. That's mm. all I remember. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Seth. I'm glad you enjoyed that episode. Maybe we should listen to it 20 times. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Get back to me on that. Okay. Yeah. So BJ, if people, other people want to write us, they don't have to write about the 10th anniversary. You can write about anything else. Yeah. Tell us more about how much you love us and all of your favorite moments or that too. by emailing us at bmf at bmfcast.com or call from the road 
because uh-huh. I'm pretty sure we had a trucker that we haven't heard from, or if you drive a train, or if you ride a train. <laughs> you drive a train. What else? How else? Pilot a train? Fly a train? You you tell me how, how to do a train. Yeah. I don't know. I am not a trainist. A trainist? I'm not a trained train. They, they are, <laughs> they're engine drivers or engineers. Yes. Drivers. Depending on if you're John in the UK or US. Um, I'm no John Henry over here. I know. But you can call us from the road at mm. uh, 9105 Jocks BMF or 9105569263. You know that thing that you normally just do Snapchat on? Pick it up, pound some numbers into it, and talk to Garfield. <laughs> sure. It's the Garfield Hotline. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a slogan. <laughs> pound some numbers pound some into numbers, it. Pound some numbers, talk to Garfield. Talk to Garfield. <laughs> That's going to be our new intro line. one 900 Garfield. <laughs> 900 hot garf uh, <laughs> anyway uh, if you want to check out the website or uh, all the uh, other social links bmfcast.com will get you to the website and the right hand rail of said website will get you to all of our socials including but not limited to patreon which is how this show is funded it's how we keep the uh how we keep the servers running um it's how we keep Speaking the lights up, bring on. me a drink yes <laughs> we got servers uh, yeah yeah, yeah, we have, we like have, in, uh, unaware. You're know, like in Playboy Bunny outfits. Playboy and, Bunny outfit. Yeah. Cocktail are, waitresses. I got to sit on the you've other been, side of the ne- table. You've never <laughs> taken advantage of our corporate bu- <laughs> boardroom buddy. Corporate bunnies. Yeah. Apparently just so focused on the show. Corporate bunnies. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, patreon.com slash bmfcast. Uh, throw in a couple bucks to the pot and you will get a bunch of extra content, uh, including but not limited to Doctor Who You and uh, BMFcast Extra. And bonus BS occasionally. Yeah. And we have some stuff for uh, our sister site, No Quarters. We have some uh, some extra material there mm-hmm. that you can peruse. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. There's, it's, it's a good deal. Mm-hmm. Also, um, even though nobody listens to this point, I'm sure, uh, update on the shirts. They are ordered. They are in process. So they are, uh, are, our shirt people are taking, us, taking a little bit longer than I expected. But... They're in process. So. Maybe we should downgrade to silver shirts and we can sell our, our worn shirts. People might pay extra, you know, for, yeah. for our musk. Uh, what, <laughs> what do you mean? We should yeah. downgrade? Yeah, we, we should get sure, our, you know, take our gold shirts and sell them as, yeah. a, as a premium. Previously item. worn yeah. by me. Yeah, bad musk fiends. <laughs> I, I'm sure we can Is get Elon Musk's Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we could get several dollars for our used shirts. Probably. Yeah. 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 Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm now I'm thinking of the line in uh fucking uh, high fidelity. He was like, "It's signed." Oh, I'll give you like less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, keep a keep a lookout. Um, keep an eye on the Discord or uh the Twitter. Twitter's or, your best bet. or the website, and uh and you'll find out when we get the shirts in, and we're gonna open it up to patrons first for a little bit, so they can have first crack at these hot shirts, and then. Everybody else. But the price is going to be the same for uh, regardless of whether you're a generous, loving, kind patron or a peon who just uh, does the regular thing and freeloads all of our pot, all of our content. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Freeloaders and stuff. We appreciate you. We do. I, oh, we haven't said this in a few episodes, but if you are a quote unquote freeloader, as BJ just called you because he doesn't like you. Um, the, I do the, like you. You're very, just a freeloader. The very least you could do, it's free. Go on iTunes or other places you can get us and leave reviews. That, those things help. Like, you know, like uh, 
go make sure you're subscribed to us on YouTube so we can hit that thousand subscriber magic number thing. Whatever. Yeah. Little, yeah. Little, they can reactivate our ads. Yeah. Account. Ring our bell. Yeah. Little little things you can do that are totally free. Just yes. take clicky bits. Tell a friend publicly. Yeah. There you go. Retweet our our stuff occasionally like on yeah. fridays when we drop a new episode retweet it so yeah. that all of your friends can see don't keep that shit to yourself yeah. Yeah. you may not be fiscally able to support us but you can help us with uh yeah. you know yeah. the, getting the word out because i mean like pro tip after 500 episodes we're no no one's hipster podcast no. <laughs> right we are for the masses so just mm-hmm. tell everybody about that shit mm-hmm. all right well, let's get out of here shall we <laughs> yeah okay. i'm harlow i'm Mackie. i'm bj i'm chuck and this is Banffcast out Thank you.